It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. This question comes from Marcel. Marcel emailed this in, and he says, what's the purpose of reincarnation if we keep forgetting what we learned every time we come back? And when we do come back, it's with even more karma. It seems rigged against us if only one person every 1,200 years or so can make it. It seems like we can't win for losing. Can you explain this, Dale? Yes, I'd be happy to. Uh, This is obviously a very deep question, and uh, we could go at least a handful of different places with this question. So, But I want to start off, first of all, just to clarify here, that when I shared with you about, on average, one person every 12 to 1400 1400 years, please remember that was somebody who's ascended. So, you know, again, going back to the opening stages, so in stage two, in stage two of the rising up process, that's where you start to resolve karma. By stage three, in stage three, that's where you pretty much complete your karma. In other words, somewhere between stage two and stage three, you're you're no longer, or at least you're getting better at no longer creating karma for yourself and negative karma that I'm referring to right now, right? All of that's got to be mastered and completed, uh, you know, in terms of the way it's been. So, you know, again, only because I don't want to confuse other listeners here, that and especially those of you that were not with us in transcendence. So um, it, it's a real important point to clarify that the person, the individual who ascends, an individual who ascends, this has been an unusual happening on the planet. Uh, it's happened approximately every 12 to 1400 years uh, throughout our time. Um, that person, they had resolved their karma long before they ever stepped into their ascension. So please know that. So that also means that many more individuals did resolve their karma and did get off the wheel, the wheel of karma. Um, And with those individuals, what that means is they completed their life experience not just as a lifetime, but their series of lives, and whatever that entails for each individual, it's going to be very different, obviously. Um, but whatever that entails, they completed. And so once you complete, to complete a life does not mean to say that you ascend. However, to ascend on an individual level, and remember in class, in the Transcendence course, I made a real distinction. And again, in all fairness to those that were not in the class here, because uh, again, we run the risk of possibly confusing you here, um, that the somebody who resolves their karma doesn't necessarily ascend. 
somebody who ascends individually, not through the group, as in a group ascension, but individually, somebody who ascends individually, that's somebody who not only has resolved their karma, um, but they then decided to go on. Remember, there's at least the way I taught it, I taught it as in four stages. So it's really important to remember what the first three stages are and the key elements in those stages. That's why I took the time to go through each one of them, right? And, and you've got to master each one. You, you don't get to go to the top one if you haven't yet mastered the second and third one in the context of which I taught it. And then lastly to that, to the ascension piece, is that also remember we, we're in a real auspicious time right now because now there's not just the individual ascension, now there's also the group ascension. And so the group ascension also makes this whole thing different yet again. Uh, a group ascension also only happens once in a while throughout history. And now we struck that time period where it's that once in a while, uh, where it's happening again or in process of happening again. And that means um, there will be many people that will be able to ride a group ascension, which means they won't have to do ultimately what the individual that ascended had to do prior to a group ascension. It's two completely different experiences. Um, yet, both are uh, ascension-like, meaning, meaning there's an ascension that takes place. An ascension which means you rise up to the higher level of your being. As in your greater self, your divine self. You also rise up into a higher dimension. A higher dimension where there is more balance, there's more harmony, there's, there's more peace, there's um, another way of saying the same thing, a higher dimension where there is no more war, there's no more conflict, there's no more of this confusion, there's no more of this division and separation and so on. And so, so that's that piece. Now let's come back to the first part of the question on reincarnation. So, uh, yes, it's... It's not that it's been rigged. It's been set up to make sure that you just don't learn your lessons, Marcel. You've, you've got to master your lessons. And so, you know, even going back to manifesting. So if, if I've manifested something in my life that I didn't take full responsibility for, then I not only have I not even uh, learned the lessons, let alone master the lessons, I maybe haven't even, even identified the lessons yet. So that too is a stage-by-stage -stage process. You know, We've got to be able to identify the lesson. We've got to be able to learn the lesson. Then eventually we've got to master the lesson. To master the lesson means you embody it. At that point, you never have to repeat it again. It's over. It's like you've passed the grade. You've graduated. It's like going to school. And once you graduate, you graduate. You don't go back to the grade once you've graduated from the grade. You might have to repeat the grade, but the only reason why you have to repeat the grade is because you didn't graduate. You didn't learn. Or you missed something, some part of the learning you didn't get, you didn't master. So now you got to go back and repeat it. So it's very similar, only on a much deeper level than just going to grade school, so to speak, or high school. And so, but on this level, your soul um, knows of this schooling, so to speak, 
And it knows of these laws that have been put into place um, where they're all geared to ultimately make sure to support us in a way where we master whatever those lessons are, whatever they are. Uh, and that's ultimately how you, how you resolve all of your negative karma. It's also how you open up where, and more specifically, you open up to positive karma. So, you know, but if you get stuck, if you get stuck in a life where you're not really resolving your negative karma, then what that also means, you get stuck from accessing positive karma. Or maybe you get a little positive karma here and there, um, and you use it all up rather quickly, and then you go right back to, there you are still with the whatever the struggle is. The struggle is around resolving that body of negative karma that still hasn't been resolved, which also means, again, to identify, learn, and ultimately master the lesson and or lessons that are encoded within that karma. So if I end up going through a lifetime or my lifetime experience that was scheduled for, you know, 108 years um, come short at the age of 38 uh, because I end up getting too drunk one night and end up in a car accident that ends up taking my life, then clearly not only have I not resolved my negative karma, but my choices leading up to this car accident, leading up to drinking and being drunk and so on and so forth, have now more than likely created more negative karma for me. But more specifically, now my life has been cut short, um, uh, which means I'm leaving this life incomplete. So at somewhere along the way, I get to complete this. And that's really the purpose of the, the um, our karma is to complete something, to bring something to its natural end. And, and I'm not saying this is easy to do, far from it. I know it sure wasn't easy for me. And, and in my experience of this, of having taught many people, including you over the years, uh, at least to whatever level you can handle, whatever level you can receive, um, you know, it's, this is, for most people, this is a tough thing to, to grapple with. Uh, because it also comes back to uh, responsibility. And responsibility, as in personal responsibility, I know it's, it can sound pretty sexy and it can sound like, wow, that just makes so much good sense. And yet when you start embodying responsibility, for most people, it's a tough thing to do because it really does mean you've got to own up. You've got to own up to the life that you've created or parts of the life that you've created that you've left unchecked or you've left incomplete, incomplete. You've got to sew it all up. You've, you've got to complete it. And to complete it, to complete, if we look at the life as in a, you know, just a life experience, right? So in order to complete a life, um, you know, you will have learned some very valuable things in this life. And I'm not talking about skills on how to use the computer. I mean, and not that you shouldn't learn how to use the computer, but when you come to that point in your life and this is the end of your life, your computer skills mean, they just don't mean anything. Um, or even your driving skills don't mean anything. Um, it's, this, is, this is a much deeper, deeper thing now around the lessons that you were to be learning 
that were specifically encoded in the karma that you were to be resolving, as in that negative karma. And if you resolve that karma, then you're going to bring a cycle to its natural end. And when you bring that cycle, whatever that cycle is, to its natural end, and that cycle can play out in different parts of our life. It can play out with our finances. It can play out with our business or our career paths, our vocations. It can play out with our health issues. It can play itself out with our relationships, our, a primary relationship, primary intimate relationship. It, there's all places where this can go. And it does that because it's also encoded there. So in other words, the soul already knows in, van in advance, meaning your soul. It already knows where it is, where the greater, the greater possibility exists of you learning this lesson, ultimately mastering this lesson, because it's only in the mastering of that lesson. For real now, you hear me use these words a lot, and I'll keep on using these words a lot. Um, because I see it. Most people, you know, even though they've been with me for five years and some, they're still struggling, they think they have it, but they don't quite have it yet. Because remember, you, you've got to embody this. And to embody it, that's, that's sometimes it's just an ongoing process. It takes time. Um, and so, but to embody it would mean that you are learning the lesson and or lessons. You're bringing them to a place of resolution as you're bringing them to a place or the karma to a place of resolution, which means you're, you're mastering the lesson now, which also means you're embodying the lesson, which means now the lesson becomes sustainable. And so, you know, and I'm sure you've heard this before. I get the question a lot, especially when I'm on the road and doing seminars live and people come up to me and speak to me privately and they'll ask me one of the most common questions is you think by chance that this is more the spiritual people, the more aware people. Um, do you think by chance this could be my last lifetime? And I'll ask them, why would you ask me such a question? And they'll say, because I don't know what it is. I just know I really want to complete. I'm just really, I, I really want to complete. And sometimes they'll say, I don't want to come back here again. And I'll ask them, why don't you want to come back here again? And they'll tell me and so on and so forth. And so I've had, that's one of my more common questions when I'm on the road and teaching in, 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 uh, in classrooms. Um, more to, you know, more advanced people. They're into transformation. They're into spiritual awakening and spiritual, um, uh, new spiritual awarenesses and so on and so forth. And, but they're asking me that question. That's their soul. That's their soul prompting them that perhaps in this life, this life, at least potentially, it holds the reward of them completing once and for all. And that's why they're asking the question. And so, you know, and, and I'm, and again, uh, notice this question multiple times, which tells me there's a group of souls on this planet that are ready to complete. And that's why if we go back even into a previous broadcast where I talked about endings, I talked about completions. Actually, I've, I've talked about this uh, more than once on purpose. I'll probably talk about it who knows how many more times. Um, because when it comes to completing these things, when it comes to ending these things, um, it just isn't easy to do. And, and I'm, I, again, it just is what it is. Uh, it just, it's not easy because there's a lot of tricks. There's, there's little traps along the way that are set by that of your ego. Um, remember, your ego's there 
possibly attempting to stop you from learning the lesson, mastering the lesson, uh, because the ego sees everything as, as in, oh my gosh, if he or she goes too far along their journey, that means I'm going to die. And remember, the ego does not want to die. And in fact, not only does it not want to die, it's terrified of its own death, like terrified. And I don't care how strong your ego is. I don't care how spiritualized your ego is. I know I've been down this path with hundreds upon hundreds of people. And when we start accessing that, it's there's a lot of fear there. And the fear is coming directly from their ego. And because the ego does not want to die. And that's why learning how to transcend, learning about those three T's that you learned about in transcendence are another key element here, right? When it comes to working with your ego. And so... Um, Anyhow, and then at some point, when, when you really get the momentum going and you start to feel the resolution of at least some of that negative karma, remember, as you resolve a good chunk of negative karma, um, there's also positive karma. The positive karma works like the negative karma. The positive karma, there's some positive karma you already were born in this life with. Some of that positive karma you've already used up. Some of that positive karma is in escrow, waiting for you to access, but it's coded. And it's coded directly to the, to the resolving of at least some of your negative karma. Resolve some of your negative karma that it's coded into or connected to, and then all of a sudden, a next pocket of positive karma that you came in this life with, it releases. Then there's that other dynamic while you're navigating through your life, are you creating more negative karma possibly? Because that, that is one of the tricks. While you're in process of resolving karma, which your soul already knows really well about. Um, but then there's also the possibility that while you're navigating, you could very well be creating positive karma. Think about that too. Now that's going to take some awareness. That's going to take some consciousness. That's going to take some discipline. Um, and coming back to responsibility. It's also going to take some personal responsibility to be able to um, create positive karma while you're in process of resolving the old negative karma, simultaneously possibly accessing some of the positive karma you already came in this life with. And then if it resonates with you, which I know with you, Marcel, it would, uh, and that is, is that if this is the lifetime where you complete in other words, you really do get off the wheel of karma. And that possibility is available to each and every single one of us, whether we access it in this life or the next life or the life after. That's available to each. In fact, not only is it available to us, that is a part of our destiny. That is a part of our soul's destiny to ultimately resolve our karma, which means we get off of the wheel of karma, which really means then that could be the life. This could be the life that becomes the life where you complete and you complete well, which means now you're free to move on to the next part of your journey as a soul um, uh, within the presence of God, as in the God, and whatever that is that's next for you at that point. Um, so that's that. And then to circle back again to the ascension. So now we have a whole nother opportunity here this time meaning this auspicious time that I'm alluding to that we normally don't have. 
the only way you get to access this again, or the only way we've gotten to access this is through that individual choosing that. Um, whereas now we have this extra where many, should they choose to, should this resonate with them? Should they start to do certain things to, again, raise up in consciousness or rise up in consciousness and, and get, you know, kind of turn that a little bit into a lifestyle, then what they're now doing, they're not only moving towards also the resolving of their karma, negative karma that is, but talk about positive karma, we could also say that, you know, to be able to ascend um, to that higher octave, uh, boy, that in itself could be a, a real significant of either positive karma that we already have inside of us, or positive karma that we earn in the course of this life experience that we now get to access and experience, also known as that group ascension. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So uh, Marcel does have a follow-up question, and he asks, so we may not remember anything, but our soul does, and we'll create the circumstances to pick up where we left off, so to speak? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, you, of course, your soul remembers. There's no doubt about it. But at some point, so will you. Cool. So will you. I mean, you must. Uh, I mean, I, I already gave it away. So every time you master a lesson, in fact, before I go any further, just make sure you have your pen and pad handy and do write this down. Go to bed with this tonight. Let this impress upon your um, beingness into your sleep time tonight. And that is this. Every time you master a lesson for real, and again, to master a lesson, if it's for real, I mean, you can't fool the universe on this. You can't fool your soul on this. You can't fool any, anybody that's more advanced than, say, you are. You can't fool them or that, as in God or the universe or spirit. You are, you're either the real deal of the mastery of a lesson or you're not yet. And if you're the real deal, what that means is this, and this is what I'd like you to write down in your notepad, if you would, please. And that is you then embody that. And once you embody that, that sustains. Once that becomes embodied, whatever the memory is that comes with all that, you get to access all that memory. And not because you're trying. It's just there. It, it's like I was in somebody's house the other day and they opened up their kitchen cupboard. And, and as they opened up their kitchen cupboard, I mean, their, their, their cupboards were just filled with food, like just like packed in. And somewhat organized as well, but all packed in their cupboards, right? And so, but until the cupboard was opened, you couldn't see any of that stuff. It was only when the cupboard, when the doors were open and like, wow, it's all there, right? It, it's very, of course, I'm using that as a metaphor. It's, but, it, it, but it's a good metaphor because that's what happens. When, when you are the real deal, that's why when people tell me that they're so there and that they have this all figured out and they already know all this stuff and so on and so forth. And it's just, of course, I'm, I, I, you know, as I always recommend even to all of our coaches, just let people have their experience. And if they're convinced that they're there and they're convinced and they're convincing themselves that they're there, then obviously on some level, they still need that. Um, but see, that's the other thing. You no longer have to even convince yourself anymore once you're there. It's, like something else happens and it happens naturally. It's like the cupboard doors. 
Somebody comes into the kitchen, just opens up the doors, and all of a sudden you see all this food. And where only 10 minutes ago, you didn't see any of that food. In fact, you might be thinking there's no food in the house. And yet there's all this food in the house, but you couldn't see it. And so the same thing here is what happens is once you master the lesson, and then the lesson again, because obviously, as at least the older souls, all older souls have at least a handful of lessons to master, at least. And so, um, so in that, every time you master one of those lessons, that means you've embodied the lesson. Once you embody the lesson, you get access. The cupboard doors open and you see something else that until that time of mastering that lesson, you could not see, even though it was there all along. So it's the same thing here. You start to remember. You remember what it is your soul already knows. And, and, then, and that's where, you know, as many of you heard me say this before, there's a real difference between knowing something versus knowing that you know something. It's, it's like two completely different levels. And yet nobody gets to know that they know something until you first know whatever that something is. So circling back to the lesson, right? It's like, so you now know what your lesson is. But do you really know that you know what that lesson is? No. The only way you'll really know that you know what that lesson is, is you're well in the process of now learning the lesson. So now you're breathing it. You're talking it. You're everything about it. You're dreaming about it. You're, it's just, it's, it becomes a, it becomes an experience a visceral experience that from that point on, there is no way you can ignore it. There's no way you can pretend like it doesn't exist anymore. There's no way you can deny it. There's no way you can turn away from it. It just grabs your attention and it keeps your attention. And then it keeps your attention all the way through to when it's really has been learned well. And then you move into that, that last stage of where you're now mastering it. And somewhere in that process of mastering it, it's now being embodied, meaning the, 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 the golden nuggets, the, uh, the, the riches of this lesson. And it, it's, they start to embody. And as that gets more embodied, then that's when those cupboard doors open up. And next thing you know, you see something else that has been there all along. All those mornings you were standing in your kitchen doing your dishes, your morning dishes, or making your morning breakfast. And there was that cupboard somewhere in there that you didn't even recognize. And all of a sudden, for the first, what? There's a cupboard. Not only is there a cupboard over there, it's got two doors on it. What the heck? How did I miss this cup? This is amazing. And as soon as you do that, the doors open, and then you see what's inside. How the heck? No. Somebody must have put this in overnight. There's no way. And yet it was there all along. But that's, that's, it's set up that way because that in itself becomes kind of like, I suppose you could say a, a mild reward of the experience as you're resolving this pocket of karma, which is really the learning of a lesson, mastering the lesson, and embodying the riches from that lesson. And then as that gets embodied, then this whole other thing happens where you just start to access, um, which was there all along, but now you access. That's where you really 
um, you begin to experience your soul once again in a whole new way, uh, at a whole new level. Um, in fact, you might even think you're on some kind of a drug, quite frankly. And even though you're not, no drugs at all, it's like it's all happening naturally. It's all happening inside of you. You're clearly having an experience. It's a rich experience. Um, you might even refer to it as, uh, you know, a Godhead experience. Like, wow, this, this is just mind, mind bending. It's like bending the construct of my mind. And by the way, your mind, the construct of your mind over time, as you start to have these types of experiences does begin to bend because that too, your mental construct is, can be in that world of illusion. And until that mental construct gets lifted, again, coming back to rising something up, raising up the frequency, uh, raising up your inner child to adulthood, all these things that you've been learning about, they all are a part of this much greater thing. And they can be applied to any part of life. That's the other cool thing. Can be applied to any and every other part of your life in this regard. And so, um, and then to the degree that you master whatever those lessons are, that's the exact degree in which you become complete, which, which when you, meaning in terms of the lifetime experience or lifetime experience is, meaning this could be the life where this is it. This is it. And, and no doubt about it, at least for some on this planet, this will be it. <laughs> this is the one. Um, and then there'll be others who will go even further and they will ascend with their physical form. And that doesn't make them better than the ones who just simply resolve their karma. Right? It just, it's another way, it's another experience that the soul has chosen for its own, uh, both learning, but also for its expansion. Because remember, the soul is connected to God, the God, and um, one of the major drivers behind all of this is expansion. Are we expanding? Is God expanding? Um, you know, because there's much more to go. There's much more to expand into that um, we are to be experiencing at soul level. Cool. Okay. Well, Marcel says, okay, that explains things a little more clearly. Thank you, Tell. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. You're welcome. You're awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you. And thank you, Marcel, for the great question. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at dalehalawaycom forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.